Hey everybody, uh, so this episode was recorded uh, before the allegations against Vin Diesel uh, came out uh, and were made public, uh, so we uh, will not be talking about those on this episode. Um, however, on the next episode, which is going to be uh, recorded uh, you know, after that came out, uh, Joey and I will be sure to uh, dive into that and uh, you know what it means for the, the podcast moving forward. For the foreseeable future, uh, we will be linking uh, in our episode descriptions and uh, show notes uh, the donate link for the uh, Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network, or RAIN. Uh, if you are able to, please consider uh, donating or uh, helping out. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, uh, with that out of the way, uh, please enjoy this episode of In Reverse. Did somebody ring the dinkler? Oh my god, alright. Hey, Joey. Yeah. This is the energy you're bringing to the episode? Alright. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't have another energy to bring to the episode. This is the energy I got, it's what you're getting. Uh, this is the this is another uh, another Spy Racers Welcome, season. Yeah, Spy Racers. Welcome. It's been, do we introduce ourselves at the beginning of these? It's been a while. <laughs> do we say our names? I'm Zachary. We Go probably should. Zach. I'm. What, what is my name? I'm Joseph. Joe. Joey. Zachary's gonna call me some of those. I mean, I'm gonna. I'm gonna fucking call you like some aid because it sounds like you're dying there. <laughs> you just dude. I'm don't call, call me a fucking ambulance. Just don't call me late for dinner. Am I right? <laughs> dude, are you are you like okay? <laughs> I Joey, didn't. I didn't want to do this, <laughs> Joey. Do you do you want to share with our listening public what you did? I hate your spy racers so much. Um. Yeah. I didn't want to watch this season. I, I didn't want to watch any spy racers. But I really didn't want to watch this season. So what I did was I. Netflix, okay, I think I've talked about this before, Netflix won't let you change the playback speed if you're watching on, like, the TV app, but if you're on in the it also in a caps web browser... you at, like, 1.5. Well, speed. right, and if you're in a web browser, it lets you adjust it, but it caps it at one and a half times uh, speed, playback speed. Uh, you think you can do that on the phone app, too. Um, but... I one and a half times speed is insufficient for me because that would have still required that I spend eight times twenty three minutes um, watching Spy Racers. So what I did was I downloaded. Actually, hold on, I want to shout out this extension because it really helped me. I downloaded uh-huh. and and a third party Chrome extension uh, to let me watch Netflix at illegal illicit speeds. Uh, <laughs> at ludicrous speed. At ludicrous speed. At, at a speed that would make uh, Dami Toretto proud. Or ludicrous. <laughs> or ludicrous proud. Uh, the extension is called Netflix Speeder. And uh, what it does, it does what it says on the tin. Uh, it let me adjust <laughs> the speed of Netflix playback well beyond what Netflix allows. And I watched this season of Spy Racers at four times speed so yeah i watched the whole thing in like what was it like an hour something like that 
Uh, yeah, I mean, and it was, it was until I tried and, to go up. I, I, yeah, I have to ask, though, like, you, like, followed it? <laughs> More or less, I mean, like, I, I, I gotta tell two things. One, I tried to go up to, okay, so, uh, the, is mostly unintelligible, uh, without subtitles. Luckily, I can read fast enough that with subtitles I could follow all of what was happening, which is fine, because that's the way I watch video anyway. Um, I tried to go up to five times speed, but found that my brain couldn't keep up with the subtitles, unfortunately. Um, so I bumped it back down to, uh, four times speed, and that's just how I watched the whole thing. But yeah, I watched the whole thing at four times speed, um, and the, the extension did a pretty good job at, like, keeping everything lined up so that the subtitles made sense. Uh, and I was able to follow what was happening, and yeah, I mean, I think I did follow everything that happened. See, I had a listen, polar opposite it's experience. Not, it's, hold on. it's not a complicated show. There's not a lot going on. There wasn't a lot to miss, so I, I think had, I got I had it. an opposite experience to you, because I was looking forward to more Spy Racers. Oh. The Stockholm Syndrome had set in, and I was like, hell yeah, give me that sweet, sweet cringe, and I like... It was an event. I would like sit down. I'd pop myself. You wanted some to to, would, to to suckle at the teat of the Dinkler milk. The 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 grody rank Dinkler milk uh, yeah. of this of this season. And to my great disappointment, it was really just a nothing burger. He's of like season. not in it. He's, it, like, he's <laughs> barely in it. Hey. Everything is barely in there. this. Is this yeah. is this season is devoid of everything. Frankly, watching it at four times speed might like condense the pacing to a point of like watchability because like just I wouldn't the say that... I wouldn't say that. <laughs> That's well, not just, how I would describe it. I'm just saying that like my experience was I was like hell yeah more spy racers and I sat down to watch it and it was a whole lot of nothing. Um, barely anything happened in this season. There was one episode which was Mad Max Fury Road. But um, like in a but in a bat but but bad. But really but like and but but here's the thing is that Mad Max Fury Road is one of the greatest movies ever made and this was nothing. But but I got up to that episode I'm like, "Oh, Joey's going to have what to say about this cuz I know you I mean, all I have movie. to say is that it was it was nothing. Like there were actually several things that were like directly lifted from Fury Road and I I well, before I say that, let me just double check the date. When did this season come out? Hey, dude, uh whatever. Uh, hey, 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 hey. Fury Road came out in like 2016 or 2017 or something, uh, and Spy Racers like the first season started in 2019. So sure, good. okay, yeah. We're so no, it was literally lifted directly from Fury Road in a bunch of like a oh, bunch of very obviously literally lifted directly from Fury Road, but all in the most like terrible, pathetic, nothing ways. So I but listen, it's Spy Racers. It's bad. Everybody knows it's bad. Let's not harp on all the things that we hate about Spy Racers. Let's right. go through. Well, we did. We did a really long episode last time. We did our, yeah. our holiday spectacular, and it ended up being almost. Um, it was like two and a half hours. Really, it, it, it was. It was. It was a while. Uh, so we're gonna as try to just as a special present to you, our listeners, and to ourselves, and to <laughs> me, the editor. Uh, we're going to try to just bang this one out really quick. Uh, real quick. Uh, animation bad. Um, oh, we didn't even say the name of the season. Uh, Sahara. Yeah. They go to the Sahara Desert. Um, and, um, oh, this is the one, this is the season where Echo goes to spy school is, 
more disappointing than you can imagine. Yeah, uh, apparently Spy School is like a weekend with Miss Nowhere and Julius. Um, or she like does push-ups or whatever. She does push-ups. And then like, she comes back, she's like a completely different character. She's like, well, I've been forever changed. Hold on, like... but like, also, like, I will say, like, so she comes back from Spy School and she's like, learned to be good at her job and make smart choices. And then the rest of the season is the rest of the Spy Racers training that out of her. Right? Yes. Like, teaching her to make bad, dumb choices again. Uh, so that they can be a family. We're, all right, we'll go over the plot uh, yeah. momentarily. Um, but um, Joey, I I have something to a, a little activity to to do with you. Oh, first. We're, op- we're opening with this. Okay. Yeah, Joey, how would you like to go to spy school yourself? Oh God. Okay, I... Joey. You know how this show is about a shady government agency recruiting children to do its dirty work. Sure. So, uh. I have a little treat for you. All right. I've just sent you a link. You want to open oh. that and, and tell our listeners uh, what, oh what it is? Oh my god. What the... F- Zachary? <laughs> you want to I... read... Do you want to read this out? Do you want to... I just want to read the URL that you sent me, <laughs> which is cia.gov slash spykids. Yeah, dude. Holy shit. Holy shit! Do you like the part on the website where it tells kids that um, birds aren't real? <laughs> it says pigeons are CIA spies. Oh my god! So they have a they have a whole. If you go to games, right? They have a whole training section of little games that you can play on the CIA website. Is this a CIA recruitment website for children? Yes, it is. Ready for a secret mission? Now that you've learned all about the CIA, are you ready for your own secret mission? See if you can solve puzzles, crack codes, and discover proof <laughs> of the real CIA officer <laughs> a spy <game laughs> Okay, this is my favorite section. Okay, stop. This is my favorite section of the whole of this website. We don't make policy in big, bold letters. One very important thing to remember. We just kill anybody who tries (laughs) to enact policy. One very important thing to remember is that we do not make policy or even make policy recommendations. That's the job of the U.S. executive branch, such as the State Department and the Defense Department. Blah, 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 blah. And although we have a lot of missions, we're not a law enforcement organization. Oh, you can say that again. (laughs) This is amazing. Yeah, so CIA.gov slash spykids. Um, Holy shit, we'll put a link in the show. There's no way we're not going to link to this. We'll put a link in the show. Hold on, do we really want to link to the CIA recruitment tool targeted at children? (laughs) I mean, Zachary, I think people need to see this. Are you looking at the games uh, that are the the training missions for, for children? Oh, one thing to say critically... Um, there's no... Spy Kids is not, like, a registered trademark. Or on this <laughs> website, Spy Kids is not a registered trademark of, uh, you know, Robert Rodriguez or whoever Okay, but, like, it. what's Robert Rodriguez gonna do to right. get up with the CIA? Well, like, they literally use the word Spy Kids plastered all over this website with literally no mention or reference to the Spy Kids franchise... Or films. Well, I mean, Spy Racers is basically unofficial Spy Kids. Or any acknowledgement of contact CIA. Here, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. 
I'm going to send an email to the CIA. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, sorry. What am I looking I'm looking at the games. Col- yeah. Ooh, a coloring book. <laughs> There's a coloring book. Now, uh, I noticed little Timmy here colored with the color red. Uh-huh. <laughs> he must be taken out. Okay, wait, what are we... Ariel... Oh, cool, they have a game where you play in drone strikes. Yeah, and like uh, like the twist of Ender's Game, it's all real, actually. <laughs> yeah, you're there are drones flying yes. over Afghanistan right now. Oh, that you, as just oh, an unsuspecting six-year-old. Just waiting for... That, uh, Zachary, you joke, but that is the plot of the season of Spy Racers, if we ever get back to it. <laughs> I mean, a, a little bit, yeah. Oh, God. I mean, no, our children fly drones in the Sahara Desert to kill people. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's there's a lot of... There's a lot of that. Um, I... But yeah, this so in this season, Echo and Tony go to spy school, so I thought this would be a great time. So I, I, gonna, I can't believe this is real. This is the bonkers <laughs> shit. Is this... Did you make this? Is this I did not make this. <laughs> CIA.gov secretly like a Squarespace site you fear No, I just thought that like I could not because I discovered that the CIA has a spy kids program I oh. could not let us go by like too much into the, the spy school spy racers bit without first divulging that I discovered the oh, CIA God. spy kids program Holy shit this is so good Oh, do you uh, hey dude? Do you remember the spy museum that we went to in New York, which had um, an exhibit all about like this guy who like sold FBI secrets to the Russians and the yeah. like official description because it was de- the exhibit was developed in collaboration with the FBI and it was like this <laughs> like, really Johnson this, who is smelly and dumb and stupid and pooped himself all the time. Limp dick loser. <laughs> yeah, no, it was like really. <laughs> The Russians took advantage of his, uh, you know, pathetic need to be liked and his, you know, the fact that he was so ugly and dumb. It's awesome. The exhibit goes so hard just bashing this dude. It's really funny because everything else in this museum is, like, cold hard facts. It's, like, very objective. And this one exhibit is, like, this guy fucking sucks. This guy sucks shit. It's like an exhibit where they like have his car where he hid yeah. the government secrets in the garden. It's like, as you can see by his shitty car. As you can see, this guy is a complete moron. <laughs> it's so good. It was a very good exhibit. Um, <laughs> it was awesome, honestly. But at, at the spy museum, the reason I bring it up, they, they do have like, you know, oh, like, see if you're like... You know, like, uh, test your skills, uh, but, like, as little games, like, for kids. But that's an interactive exhibit at a museum. This is CIA.gov slash spy kids. Yeah, no, it's great. What, what, we, we, do you want me to play one of these? What, what am I doing here? Hey, I tried playing one, but then I just felt stupid. I was like, I could never be a spy racer. I guess we give Tony Toretto <laughs> a hard time. All right, well, okay, I, I tried see. playing, like, Break the Code, and I looked at it, and I'm like, Break I don't understand. Co- see if you little. have what it takes to be a code breaker. Okay. Can you decipher this? This is going to be bad audio. This is, this, it's not going to be good. I told <laughs> you, you. I decipher I this code. Like, hey, Joy, why don't you drone strike us there? <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'm trying. <laughs> hey, I think we did move past uh, the fact that it said pigeons are CIA spies. It does say birds aren't real on this. <laughs> it does say birds aren't real on the CIA.gov slash spy. I cannot stress it enough that it is CIA.gov slash spy hyphen kids. Um, also, Joey, I don't know if you... We, we did also brush past spy dogs. 
Well, I'm sorry. I'm now trying to break the code on the CIA website. <laughs> How, how's that going? How's that working out for you? Uh... I feel like it's going to take me a little while, but I could... I think that means... This is going to be terrible audio. Hey, no joke, I'm going to do this later. <laughs> this just looks very fun. But, uh... That's I'm how they gonna... get you, Joey. They're yeah. training you to be a narc. Yeah, there'll be a little thing that pops up. It's like, congratulations, you just helped destabilize a small country in Latin America. <laughs> Would you like to join the CIA official? We've assassinated a Guatemalan leftist, <laughs> yeah. thanks to you. Congratulations, we've killed a communist <laughs> with your help. <laughs> Alright, well, anyway, so backing out Jeez. of the Spy Kids bit... Wait, why um, is there a Spy Dogs tab? What is happening? <laughs> Oh, uh, that's for uh, the, the you know how they ripped off Spy Kids, so they're ripping off uh, what's it, what's it fucking called? Cats versus dogs. The rise. No, it's of kids, uh, the it's water. air, it's air, but there's no no law says that dogs can't be spies. <laughs> there's not a law in the book. That says dogs <laughs> can't be CIA agents. <laughs> oh fuck! Ooh, spy dog collectors cards. Um. So, uh, really quick, I just want to, let's briefly summarize the season, uh, like, the, the Sahara plot, um, and then, uh, like, the overarching plot is the Dinkler has, um, is gonna build a weather machine, he's gonna build the Geostorm machine. The guy, just in case, Cleve Kelso is the character's name. He's the fucking Dinkler. Sure. Which, I will also remind our listeners, was us mutually mister uh, us, Nelson Mandela-ing the Dinkster from Spike Kids. Sure, he has. Uh, but so, the Dinkler, as I feel like known, if I leave the CIA website open on my computer, I'm gonna be fully hacked. I'm getting rid of this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm just like I was like I'm gonna leave this tab open, and then I was like I feel like what's gonna happen is I'm gonna come back, and it's gonna be like thank you, we've mined crypto in your browser, and now we've used it to conquer the world. Oh, but Edward Snowden is on the yeah, like, calling sure. you like no, <laughs> don't do it. Yeah, don't hey, do you it. know what's weird? There was a Snowden exhibit at that museum, but it was like here's a nuanced like portrayal. Do you see Snowden as a yeah? No, it was li- literally right? about. There's just the one exhibit. There's just that was the done one in exhibit. conjunction with the government agency that was where they were like gave them the copy that was like dunking on this guy. <laughs> This sweaty, <laughs> balding, this, this greasy, bad. nasty loser. You won't believe the bullshit. This beta cook <laughs> incel. <laughs> this guy whose wife was probably sleeping around. <laughs> like they just had like, the most brutal things to say about this. Guy. It was it was absolutely incredible. By the way, very good museum. Go go to the oh, SPI it's a great museum. museum in New York. Uh, by the way, it's a uh, uh, Spicecapes in uh, New York. Uh, yeah, but the... don't do the Batman experience. It's not worth it. It's yeah. an extra but, fee, and it's not uh, very good. If you've listened to our complaints about how nobody involved or associated with this franchise has ever uh, encountered what espionage is about, that museum was would be a very good educational resource. Very good yeah. museum. They even anyway. have an exhibit on spy cars. Uh, they do, or, or just you know cars from spy movies. But it's you know that's yeah. that's what it is. Anyway, um, 
Anyway, um, so the Dinkler is going to use the Roland Emmerich Geostorm machine yeah. to make real estate unlivable in major population centers around the world. Yeah, he's got to real... spawn up the Sahara Desert. Yeah, no, it's a real... develop it into beachfront It's property. a real Dr. Doofenshmirtz, like, uh, or Lex Luthor in oh, the, yeah. the super original Superman movie. It's a real, like, very basic supervillain. It's, it's hey. honestly is the sort of supervillain plan that I love, which is hey. just... Just like a get rich quick scheme involving like a super weapon involving real estate yeah so a real estate like like scam that he's gonna destroy the world in order to make money he's from like real estate. i have discovered somebody who has created the most revolutionary technology of all time i'm gonna use it to sell real estate exactly <laughs> which honestly we stand a, a an evil scheming king like the Dink. No, no, this is I, honestly. I have to say, as villains go, he is the best by far in this show. Like, and I, yeah, no, he is S tier spy racers villainy. Like, yeah. he's he's the most fun villain. Yes, for sure. It's a shame that he's in like three scenes. <laughs> yeah, no, he is barely in it. But every scene that he shows up, he is like just the funniest guy. Well, we should um, explain though, because so in the beginning he breaks out Cyborg Ninja and Rafaela. Okay, right? yeah, and and let's talk about there are some things that we got wrong about previous seasons and some things that we got right about previous seasons. Sure. Right? Um, one of the things that I was wrong about was I was like, I'm sure they book Rafaela at the end of Rio and then she doesn't show up last season and then they just no start... Rafaela is the villain for like half of the run of the no, show. Rafaela is throughout this whole season the Dinkler recruits her and yeah. Matsuo the cyborg uh, cyborg ninja guy. yeah, yeah cy- cyborg guy from um from the the last season um hmm. thing which is interesting is that so they he breaks them both out of prison but this is actually our introduction to Matsuo which is right. which is like well wild unclear because um Echo knows who he is so uh, no, no, no. They were all they were all confused about who he was. Like they they all like learned about him uh like this time, I, I believe. Oh, I they, thought there there was a scene later on where I, Layla's I, like who is that and Echo's like he's a cyborg ninja who from something something. Oh, um, he cuz that's another thing that I was really shocked by is that this is the return of the Dinkler. Apparently yes. Dinkler's in season 1. Um, but this yes. is like a crossover. This is a League of Villains, right? right? Where the Dinkler breaks Matsuo out of the Arctic prison, and then Rafaela is also there, and he's like, uh, "You're okay." And can I just say, my favorite villain dynamic is mm. Matsuo and Rafaela. Sure, <laughs> Matsuo fucking hates Rafaela. Yes, it is. He cannot true. stand her. He thinks she he repeatedly tells her, You are the most annoying person I have ever met in my life. Yeah, pretty based. <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah, dude, you tell her. Once again, it's consistent that like Matsuo is not a bad guy, but when he has a robot arm, the robot because it has because it's technology, the robot arm takes over his brain and makes him a bad guy. Uh, yeah, you know, technology. You know, yeah, and that's just, like, a given, right? Like, we're meant to understand and assume that from the very beginning. Right, um, it's, I think we said it's, like, a, it's a Tolkien-esque corruption of power thing that the, these movies have, and, and TV shows have going on with, like, tech. Right, um, but, like, it's, but it's not like, okay, but it's not like, um... 
Oh, well, like in Spider-Man 2, right, where, like, gradually the arms take over more and more of, like, uh, Octavius's, uh, uh, thoughts, but he's, like, able to, he still retains some of it, like, literally, like, No, it they, just takes him over. Yeah, they chop off the robot arm, and he goes back to, uh, or, like, the, the, the well, arm gets Okay, well, off. hold on, but remember, at the end of the last season, he does gain control over Sure, it. that's true, but, like, it's literally, like, in this season, it's literally an on-and-off switch. Like, they put on the arm, his eyes turn black and he becomes evil they pull off the arm he goes back to himself then they chop off the arm with his sword and then he, his eyes turn back to their normal color and he's normal again right like it's um, literally it's an on-off switch right but uh anyway so the season starts though echoes accepted to spy school uh tony is rejected yeah. her tony real name goes is goth hold on her real name is margaret pearl i don't want to gloss over that pretty good sure uh, but Tony decides to put on black eyeliner, paint his nails black. He does, and, he does, like, hardcore, And, yeah. like, and do, like, white foundation. He goes full My Immortal, and I have to say... It's a good look on him, right? Like, <laughs> he, and then he, he mopes, pulls it off. Sure, he mopes around for, like, two episodes. It's great. Hey, well, here's the thing. Uh-huh. Tony Toretto with eyeliner oh and nail God, polish? Oh my God, Zachary. I, I'm just, you're, I'm you're just, betr- you're betraying your some of your personal biases. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just saying what we're all thinking. I uh-huh. mean, I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. You know, he's, he's got. He's, there's something going on there, which yeah. Kinda... Anyway, it's really pathetic. Uh, the only good part of the, the literally the only good part of the season is that a video of Tony Toretto absolutely eating shit goes goes, goes viral like, goes viral worldwide, and every person they encounter is like, "Hey, you're the guy from that fail video. Oh, you're a car fail guy. <laughs> yeah, oh, you're a car fail guy." And it's the it is the best part of this season is that every like every npc they encounter it's like oh you're the idiot from the internet and let's <laughs> talk about some of the side characters that they encounter in this um in this season sure. one of them is french weird al uh, i don't who, know why who's french weird you have to understand everybody was talking at four times <laughs> okay uh <laughs> layla's old crime partner who like, oh yeah we yeah. continue the theme of meeting just a lot of different criminals that layla used to work with yeah um Oh, also, uh, for a brief split second, we do get a cameo of General Piss himself. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's who that was. Yeah, the You're general. Right, I forgot who, about him. General Piss himself, who uh, is command of Area Fifty Two. Yes, uh, you're right. Show up. Um, I also want to say, at Area Fifty Two, they raid a weapons vault, right? And the two things that they steal from this vault are. Um, gloves that make you punch gooder, and a box that controls satellites. <laughs> Joey? <laughs> You're right! <laughs> this is explicitly... They, they do the, steal the Xander Cage box! This is explicitly just the Xander Cage arsenal oh, right. from that one scene of the... This just is the triple X program. Oh my god, you're weapons. right. Fuck, I forgot about that. Oh yeah, we, we didn't mean talk Xander, about the gloves that make you punch. We gooder. did not talk about the gloves that make you punch gooder in Xander Cage, but yeah. Holy yeah. shit, you're right. Okay, so they do just steal the the two weapons. They steal uh, the Xander Cage weapons. They steal yeah. the Xander Cage weapons from Area Fifty Two under the command of General Piss <laughs> General Pissimself. Yeah. Um, and then they go to the Boon to Eve classic. 
Uh, and the crowd yeah. is going nuts. Ooh, ah, ooh, ah. <laughs> Except it's, all... it's no, hold on, but it's, it's maybe, a, 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 like a, a millionth as fun as the Boonta It's no, not, some not of comparable. Shots were very clearly the Boonta Eve classic. Okay, like, there's, when they, sure. When the camera, like, goes through the canyon and, they, like, some of the cars, like, driving over the edge of the canyon and going down, I was like, this is the Boonta Eve classic. Sure, but, like, it's not fucking pod racing. Look, everybody, look, since the Phantom Menace came <laughs> now, out. Now, this isn't pod racing. <laughs> exactly. Listen, since the Phantom Menace came out, everybody can pretend not to like it, but everybody has tried and failed to recapture the magic of the Boonta Eve classic, and nobody has succeeded. Uh, it just doesn't happen like that, and this is no exception. It's, they, like, race dune buggies for French Weird Al, uh, and surprise, surprise, it goes into a Mad Max sequence. Yeah, because then they go bad. and everyone gets, when, when they're like, oh no, what's that over on the horizon? And then there's, like, a whole bunch of trucks and, like, the souped up cars, and there's, like, yes. people standing on the cars with, like, hooks swinging or whatever. Yeah, like, I know, it's we fully can't the, be doing the this, Mad guys. Max, yeah. But again, like, the most tame, pathetic version of Mad Max. They should have fucking had someone, I know we wouldn't get, like, the guitar shooting flames they should have had a dj because i know it's like fast and furious right oh. they should have had someone like spinning rim right like doing the dj stuff with like one sure. of those big metal helmets on one of the cars that would have been funny as shit they didn't even do that that's the thing about mad max is that it gives you the license to do whatever the just the want. most buck wild shit it's amazing but they and don't they they do any of do it yeah they anything. don't do any of it um, nobody, then, no, nobody witnesses anybody. <laughs> they don't even have spray Yoka. They don't, yeah, they don't even spray Yoka in their faces. Um, but then they uh, do not become addicted to Yoda, Yoka. <laughs> do not become addicted to piss. Do not become addicted to piss. <laughs> Witness me, piss bag. Witness me. <laughs> Oh, what a glorious day! <laughs> oh, shit! Okay, here's the thing, though, is, uh, um... Joe, you and I have agreed that we can no longer put any titles in the episodes that feature the word piss. No. Right? But Witness Me Piss Bag Witness is... Witness Me... We may have to! <laughs> we may have to! <laughs> Shit! <laughs> we gotta stop doing that. We gotta stop talking about piss. <laughs> <laughs> it's not our fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, but anyway, oh, so they, they go to the desert. They almost yeah. die. They get rescued by Bedouins, right? right? And the funniest thing about these Bedouins is they like when they first meet them, they're like, oh, they're like, this tunnel is like used by the ancients. Oh like, yes, I did enjoy this. You know, yeah, the part ancient, they're like, we're Bedouins today, dude. You moron. We give camel rides to tourists. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. No, they're like, they're they're like, uh, uh, what you call it? like? Oh, be uh, Bedouins used to use this for exotic spices and fancy teas. Or and they're like, do you have any exotic spices? And they're like. Fucking no, dude. We, we give camel rides to tourists. What are you talking about? Oh, and they're also like, oh, and you're the car fail guy. Yeah, they also are. Like, every single guy. Like, they go yeah. to, like, 
it's so funny because they'll go to like a rundown village in the middle of the desert where everyone's living in squalor, and some right. guy and will like look n- at nobody Tony has and, like, a computer or anything. Nobody has right? a computer, and then just one guy will pull out a phone and be like, "Hey, your car fail guy. Hey, your car fail guy, right?" I know the way they win the village over, right, is that everybody in the village wants to see Tony re- like repeat his like face plant, right, and right from the vid- from the viral video, right? So he has to like pretend to do it again for them. I also just uh, another thing, just a quick note of continuity. Um, I thought that may like maybe you had a point, but maybe you were reading too much into stuff that like Gary and Julius only become Gary and Julius as like through palindrome and whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, maybe we'll find out. Gary no, and Julius are never together before that season. They're never Julius together, is- and they're barely characters. Gary is nowhere's just like assistant slash pilot, yeah. and Julius is just has a brief cameo. Julius is in one scene. Yeah. He is just one of the guys at Spy School, and it makes me wonder if he started as just like a spare model for the agency's other agent when you uh, were seeing nowhere in Gary. You, right? you think like- originally that actually what they did was they made one character design for agents i think what happened was they made yeah you're right they made like one model for an agent and when they needed like a spare agency agent they just took gary's model and made him white and took away his mustache Mm. and then um he was just like a background character but they kept the voice actor and he like gradually got more screen time and then um in the palindrome season they paired Gary and Julius up, and then it was so funny, they just kept it for the rest of the show, yeah. with, like, them as a comedic duo. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll find out, but yeah, I mean, clearly, like, I mean, they're barely characters in this season, and yeah, I get the sense that Julius is, like, like not even, he's not even considered part of, like, the main cast. Yeah, I think uh, Julius had, like, one line. Exactly. Um, there's also just, there's a lot of stuff that they make up about Bedouins. <laughs> oh yeah oh a bedouin proverb says i googled it could not find it yeah they're like the bedouin code says yeah Yeah, no they just they like are like uh, bedouins are real people i not relevant (laughs) don't worry about it i think they make everything up about every that's probably true i Um, cannot imagine that any of this is well listen again if you're making a show for uh tax fraud purposes and (laughs) you know that nobody's gonna ever watch it uh, why would you bother researching anything? Again, like, let's not harp on all the things that are terrible. Like, it is what it is. Let's just finish summarizing the plot. It's um, bad. It's it's even worse than you could possibly imagine. It, it just really goes nowhere. It's, once again, they're gonna launch satellites, and then they have to stop the satellite launch. You've seen it a billion times yeah. um, at this point. The Dinkler has a mech suit, which is pretty good. Yeah, uh, like the Avatar James Cameron mech suit. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I just wanted to say there's a lot of camel farting. Yeah, oh yeah, tons of camel farting. That's like the main... camel farts. Yeah. That's like really funny. So funny. (laughs) So funny. Funny joke. Funny joke, camel fart. (laughs) Funny funny joke. That's pretty bad. Um, Do we want to talk about when the monkey appears in the sky like Mufasa to Cisco? Cisco's monkey friend from last season, who presumably um, found the Infinity Bananas and ascended to godhood, (laughs) appears like uh, uh, Cisco is like struggling through a sandstorm 
and the the clouds part and he's like cisco <laughs> right like forgotten look, who you are and every... therefore you have forgotten me but like literally like like the monkey's face comes out of the cloud and says you yeah. must go to the dagobah system <laughs> but but exactly it's a good bit like it's good it's yeah, it's, it's reluctantly fun. here's the thing i'm so worried about is that monkey gonna piss in everyone's mouth? Because like, I, I'm, just, I'm so they mentioned drinking monkey piss. Oh yeah, listen, guys. I mean, we entitled one of the later seasons the piss arc, but like next season is fully gonna be like it's the Raffaella and monkey piss. They're arc, all gonna right? be like gargling monkey piss on screen for half the season next season. It's great. Yeah, um, but I'm not excited. No, of course not. But again, like, we hate it. Whatever. It is what it is. Let's 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 keep going. Um, Raphaela says some pretty gross things. Um, oh, here. maybe, maybe uh, I maybe I forexed through that. <laughs> what was, what was here, that? okay, so she says at one point, she says, um, it's like, coming at you like a wrecking ball, don't at me, was one of them. I'm not doing the accent for this. Um, so uh let's see one one of the other ones was um so you meant gross and like the no no they get get, skin crawlingly uh that's right scrubs raff raff got that toe line game um she's like towing some i don't know oh okay that was a big leap into the worst thing i've ever heard thank yeah, you yeah and that, and and uh is, this has been the top three worst things Raphaela says this season um and number one goes to oh, no. um the climate out here really dries out my t-zone i don't know what that means <laughs> what the- Fuck whatever it is is fucking disgusting wait what the fuck could that mean what could that mean what could she have meant, <laughs> what by, could this? She have meant by that for t-zone oh god hey joey i have some thoughts of bodily areas i don't want to know hey i don't want to know hey i'm not good no no i'm not gonna say them no because tell me. there's not a single one that isn't gross no there's no i mean that's okay Anyway, yeah, all right, whatever. It's reprehensible. <laughs> what a big news! Big news! It's the worst. Big news! Raphael is the worst. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Um. Um. So they stopped the rockets. Um. And we want to talk about. Are there things that we liked besides Dinkler? I talked about the monkey in the clouds. Um. um okay. One thing and, is. And the um, Tony fail video. The Tony fail video is pretty good. Yeah. Um. Okay couple things i liked um one thing is they have a uh sahara like arabic rap kind of remix instrumental backing for the uh, the outro theme again they have like um you know kind of like a middle eastern instrumental backing whereas like you know the when I was watching it, the outro was condensed into, like, three seconds, <laughs> so I didn't hear any of it. Well, I actually, I like the fact that they adapt so, kind of the musical sting of the area that the season is for right. the outro. I think they don't need to do that. That's something extra that they do. Um, so, like, credit where it's due to where they put in the extra effort, because they usually don't. Sure. Um, and the uh, other thing is, um, and I don't know how this works, because I'm technically illiterate, but... <laughs> Technologically illiterate. Technologically illiterate. <laughs> that's a big twist. That's a big, that's a big twist. <laughs> Wait, that's a big difference there. That's Technologically illiterate. Zachary's actually the target audience for these movies because he's technically illiterate. Technologically illiterate. I don't know 
I don't know how this someone would program <laughs> my is what I was trying to say, but I'll leave that cell phone in the podcast. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, um... It's like a Ben Shapiro level cell phone. Man, I'm so sad that we cut the extended bit from our first episode where I declared Ben Shapiro my personal nemesis. <laughs> anyway, it's um, apocryphal. That's a, That's an apocryphal bit. <laughs> sure? Along with, by the way, now we have two cut fanfiction segments from the podcast. You can't tell, don't tell people that. No, I'm, I'm building up the lore of the lost media. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. It's an it's, ARG. You have to find our lost fanfiction bit. It's bits. in the Disney vault. Yeah, because we did a cut Xander Cage fanfiction bit. Um, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um... So, but that's uh, right. It was supposed to be even longer. It was, yeah, no, it was over three hours before we cut it down. <sighs> but anyway, so um, we'll be releasing the Snyder cut of the Xander <laughs> Cage episode. <laughs> oh fuck! Did you see what he said about? <laughs> no, 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 we're not. We're not... <laughs> we can't talk. About... We can't talk about that. Anyway, um, so there's a scene where Gary calls Karen from Wisconsin because that's the one number they're able to get for some reason <laughs> in the middle of the Sahara. I, that's not sure. how it works. But sure. he's like, listen, if you type this code into your browser, it will route you to the agency and you'll be able to get a message of our coordinates, right? Um, so I typed the code into the browser to see if this was real. <laughs> if you type in the code ASD9302QK, uh-huh. um, it does give you results of it gives you the official Spy Racers website. Wait, Netflix, what? Spy Racers page. It gives you like the Spy Racers wiki. It gives you all these Spy Racers results. But if you put it in quotes where you try to find that information on any of these pages, it doesn't exist. So I don't know how they did that. Because again, I am technologically illiterate. But if Whoa. you if you type the code into your browser, it gives you all the Spy Racers. Wait, websites. hold on. I gotta try this. What is it? Uh, what it is, is A S D. Nine three zero two QK. Holy shit! It's what Gary says. If you type this into your browser, it'll route you to the agency, and you'll be able to contact the spy racers. How so did... I was like, "Shit, let me try that." So I did it. And why um, does it do that? I, it's cool, right? But what's nuts is that it's not like it just gives you like the Spy Racers like official website, which it does. That's the first result. But it also gives you the like the the Spy Racers page on the Fast and Furious fandom site. I know. I it's a little it's a little ARG moment, and it links you directly to the Netflix title for Spy Racers. How does it? Why does it do that? This is, I'll tell you what must have happened. There's gotta be, it's gotta be somebody, there is a Spy Racers fan employed at Google somewhere who <laughs> did this I, or on. something. You've lost the plausibility when you say there is a Spy Racers sure, fan. Sure, okay. The, the closest thing that exists to a Spy Racers fan is, is you. Us. Yeah, well, you. Well, me. <laughs> Because you, 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 you have at this point uh, completely lost your ability to. How is this string of characters aliased to Fast and Furious Spyro? I don't understand. I should understand this. <laughs> you are not technically illiterate. I'm not technically illiterate. I should know how this works. <laughs> That's so weird. 
I'm going to find out how this, this will be our first follow-up. I'm going to find out how this works and tell people on the podcast. That's actually really cool. This is, hey, this is the first thing I've been interested in that we've discovered on this podcast. Uh, yeah, well, it's, uh, you know. I, th- hold on, there's got to be a way that, like, the DreamWorks TV animation or Netflix or, or Universal just, like, reached out to Google and, like... But, 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 hold on, does it work in Internet Explorer or but Firefox? Zachary, or is it just Chrome? Sh- sh- hold on. You forget that. You, why? St- stop. I'm not even going to explain to you why that doesn't make any sense. But we're going to start with the fact that you think somebody from DreamWorks reached out to somebody and was like, hey, so in one episode of our show that nobody no, 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 watches. No, they, they were just like, they were just like, here's a list of things that we want redirected to our corporate page. Is that not a thing that corporations do? Where they give search engines? It doesn't work They that optimize way. their SEO by like... Wow. They, what? No, 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 it's all good. Like I said, I'm technologically <laughs> illiterate. I don't. It's all good. Uh, no, it doesn't really work. Okay, no, but that would make sense for like there being one Spy Racers page. What I don't understand is how this string of characters pulls up all results related to Spy Racers from multiple websites. Because you could have one website that, like, in its in its SEO information, in its headers or whatever, included this string, and that would be one thing. It doesn't make any sense that, like, Netflix, Fandom, and DreamWorks, all and Screen Rant, and Wikipedia all agreed that, like, yeah, we'll start, well, we're going to add this tag... It's there's somebody like the only way I can imagine it is if some series of very dedicated Spy Racers fans are involved. So at some but again, level. that's even less realistic. But that doesn't make any sense because there's no such thing as dedicated Spy Racers fans. Well, there's that one guy who does all the Tony Layla shipping YouTube yeah, videos. Maybe, maybe he's the guy who did maybe this. that guy. I don't know, I'm digging into the source code for this page. Let me see if I can figure this out. How? I don't understand. Unless but yeah, you... anyway, I just wanted to say I, I stand corrected. At the end, Rafaela gets away, and uh, Nowhere's like, let's get on the plane and, and chase after her. Wheels up in 10. And that does lead directly to the opening shot of um, the next, you know, Mexico season where they're in the plane chasing Rafaela. Listeners, if you can explain to me how this <laughs> works, please reach out <laughs> and tell me how this works. Joey, I'm issuing a retraction to you. I'm saying you were right. This season does lead into the next one. Your your prediction was correct. I was incorrect. Oh, right, because then they're trying to catch Rafaela. Because then they're, ca- they're trying to catch Rafaela, like, immediately after. So, like, this one takes place right before... Sure, uh, right. Yeah, Mexico. Okay. Um, but, yeah, um, I think... Anything else we want to mention about the it's it's No again, this season's very boring. Nothing happens. There's no aliens, there's boring. no ghosts, there's no vampires, there's barely any piss. Like it's very it's very <laughs> boring. Yeah. Uh man, it's it's a it's a big ol' nothing burger. Yeah. And uh we've spent a lot of this episode talking about how I'm I'm technologically illiterate, but I am not technically illiterate, Joey. You want you wanna know why that's <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Hold on, I gotta stand up for this. Because oh, no. the book oh, brings God. you back. It doesn't make any sense for this to be a recurring segment. <laughs> I ain't telling you no lies. The book 
brings you back. So you have to explain because last can Last time we did this segment, you were like, "There's only one book even remotely related to this yes, franchise." That's true. Well, I then I discovered because here's the thing, Joey, you and I connected like yesterday, uh-huh. and we're like, "There's nothing to talk about with this season. How are we even going to do like a 15 minute episode of the yeah. podcast?" And then I was like, "Well, I know that there are Spy Racers books, but I think that they're like only you know like yeah. um, activity books, stickers books, th- that type of thing." So I like looked into it on Amazon. And the Amazon, like, page for the Spy Racers book franchise, because there were those activity books, but then they also had, um, it says, race through this action-packed chapter book featuring uh, favorite characters from Netflix's original animated series, Fast and Furious Spy Racers, set in the Fast and Furious world. Uh, and this is a three-book series. Uh, so, th- according to Amazon, these three Spy Racers books are canon to the universe. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, so he, he found the the forgotten archives, the sacred texts. Um, the sacred texts. Yeah. Um, yeah, I tried to get Joey to read these with me. I flat out refused. <laughs> Under no circumstances was I going to be doing that. Joe, I could, I could hear Joey like tying a noose as I was like, <laughs> "Hey, dude, there's more spy racers content that we can talk about." <laughs> Um, <laughs> Joey was like, you can't make me. Absolutely not. Yeah, um, no. And there's also, um, you know, we mentioned that we'll be starting to cover some of the uh, video games soon. Um, I did want to take this moment to just briefly say there are a lot of Fast and Furious video games. You know, there's like the Fast and Furious arcade game system and everything. We're not going to be talking about games which are just racing games branded Fast and Furious. There are some Fast and Furious games that have original plots set in the franchise. And those are the ones we'll be talking about because... You know, we want to analyze the story. We're, we're trying to focus this for the same reason that we're not do, reviewing the Spy Racers coloring books, right? Like we're we're right. focused on story, plot developments, uh, and st- narrative-driven projects within this franchise. Uh, but anyway, so there is also a Spy Racers. Not that I would call any part of this franchise narrative-driven. I should clarify. Not that there is more that driven than this- narrative. Exactly. <laughs> But, uh, okay, so, Joey, I, I want to tell you about, um, you know, this, uh, the extra Spy Racers uh, Expanded Universe deep cut, deep lore sure. uh, that I discovered by watching all the cutscenes of the, the Spy Racers video game and reading the three Spy Racers books, which are, like, I, I read these all, like, in an hour last night. They oh. were, like, um, you know, Scholastic Book Fair type of reading level, right? You said like, they were like, uh, like a, a Goosebumps kind of, or like a Less, Magic like, magic, magic Treehouse? A bit under Magic Treehouse, but above, like, the Very Hungry Caterpillars. So <laughs> okay, sure. in that range. Well, one of them was, like, six chapters, one of them was, like, 30. But, like, the 30-chapter <laughs> one, some of the chapters were just, like, a paragraph, but some of the chapters were as long as three paragraphs. Sure, so, like, okay. You know, I... But so I want to real range there. Yeah, real range. I want to establish the timeline of that I figured out by looking into this stuff of the Spy Racers canon, mm-hmm. um, which of course is part of the universe, but its own little area here. Sure. And then I'm gonna go through each project therein in reverse. Ah, oh, yes. Okay. Um, but anyway, so just going in chronological order, not in reverse, just for the sake of clarity. So the order is um, season one is Spy Racers Los Angeles. Uh, then there is the book Sleeper Shift. Uh, then season two is uh, Spy Racers Rio. 
I'll explain why Sleeper Shift, you know, was uh, placed in there. Um, season, so season two is the piss season with Rafaela. Well, then, we can't call it the piss season because we already entitled a different season the piss season. That's true. Okay, well, it's the monkey piss season, sure, then, more yeah. specifically. Um, then um, there are two books, The Stolen Vault and Tested. Um, which take place uh, before season three, Spy Racer Sahara, which leads directly into season four, Mexico, as we established. Um, and then the video game Rise of Shifter has to take place after Mexico, but it has to take place before season five, South Pacific. Um, and then there's the two halves of season six, Arctic and Hollywood. Um, so let's go, you know, one by one through these uh, extra little bits um, there's not a whole lot to them, Joey. Oh, man, I'm, like, visualizing, like, uh, like the Star Wars Expanded Universe timeline, but with the, sp- the hey, Spy Racers. Hey, when we do all of the franchise, we should do that, we like, We should the do whole that franchise. style, yeah, absolutely. Oh, um, my God. So anyway, this is, so, uh, so the Splinter of the Mind's Eye, the first, the first, uh, yes. yeah, okay. So, um, so the, the plot of the video game, which, again, takes place in between seasons four and five, um, and I'll explain how I figured that out. Um, but basically, Shifter is reuniting some former Shifter members led by Shashi, um, are, uh, you know, recruiting villains that the Spy Racers have already faced uh, to reform Shifter. Um, so to smoke them out, uh, the agency is throwing a race uh, where shock. the prize is the Shadow Maker, a stealth r- racer car. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Here's the thing. She's like, this will be the perfect prize. Uh, you know, that'll a shifter won't be able to resist, so they'll enter the race to win this car. You mm. guys have to make sure the car doesn't fall into their hands. And I'm like, but you made it up. Like, <laughs> you don't have to give them the car. Yeah, right? Like, the, the rules are not binding. This is a honeypot, right? Like, you're trying to catch them, not, like, win something from them. Right. And also, invisibility tech is not something which is, like, new to the cars in this universe, yeah. but whatever. Um, three in things e- I wanted to know. In every Spy even more so than Fast and Furious, in every single Spy Racer's season arc i'm guessing book or and it's certainly a video game there has to be at least one very high stakes race Race. yeah (laughs) it is a racing game the boss fights are all just like you have to beat this person at a race um it's just a racing game but there is a campaign with a plot um but one of the things which is interesting about it is they say um you know moray is one of the villains that is being recruited into shifter along with Rafaela. but shashi is still a bad guy shashi gets redeemed in south pacific and mm. when they go to south pacific for one of the races they don't say we're going back to south pacific like they do for the other locations they say mm. we're going to the south pacific oh so it has to be between mexico and south pacific it has Got to it. be exactly between mexico and south pacific Got but it. three things that i wanted to mention about this one first of all right the agency can't say that they're the ones putting on the race. So the explanation for how they do this is that it is uh, sponsored by Yoka, the Yoka Worldwide Racing Invitational. Wait. Which leads me to fan theory number one. Wait. <laughs> Yoka is a front for is the a agency. Front for the agency. <gasps> they put chemicals in their energy drinks that turn the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> Holy shit. What a twist, which you only get from the video game from the video game oh my god the energy drink of this universe is actually chemicals from the shadow organization it's all just a front for that wow that's bonkers all right 
they also need a celebrity endorsement to host the race, right? Holy shit. So they have <laughs> Gary go in disguise as a fake celebrity, Mr. Everywhere. Oh! Oh! Holy! Holy! Holy shit! But Zachary, we didn't know that! I know! We didn't know that! Mr. Worldwide, Joey! Holy Mr. Worldwide! I'm so... Has somebody... Did somebody... Hold on. Hey, Zachary. I think Gary was based on Pitbull. No, I actually have a terrifying question. Yeah. Did we go back in time from the future and make spy racers? <laughs> we made it to did we, did we? Do we reach a point in the future where we obtain the ability to travel through time and go back in time to make spy racers? Uh, a, I can't believe that we're the ones that made spy racers, but maybe we're the ones that, like, when they were working on the video game, we're like, hey, you know what you should do? You know I don't really cool? understand. How is that even... What a weird convergent like that doesn't okay i fine. think we're just very good at reading the franchise if we looked at gary and we're like pitbull oh, my you mind I mean? is absolutely blown but that's okay that's amazing honestly <laughs> like it's very obviously just supposed to be a play on miss nowhere but i think it accidentally ends up being a pitbull goof that's very good absolutely incredible all and, right uh, point number three of continuity that I wanted to put out there uh, mm. is that um, Sword Art Online exists in the video game. Uh, the uh, final, um, the the uh, wait, but, okay, but in uh, South Pacific they're playing uh, Ordinal Scale, so yes. okay. So so here's here's my theory, right? The final round. We don't of... have we don't have a theme song for Anime Corner. Hey everybody, it's a uh, anime da, time. Da, 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 Stepped on my Crew Angel's thesis bit, but it is a JoJo bit, so I will allow it. <laughs> with the Sahara bit, so like I'll I'll allow it. Sure. I'll I'll, re- I'll you win this one, Joseph. <laughs> all right, anyway, all right. hey, good. Anyway, um, so the uh, agency hosts the final, or Yoka, right, hosts the final lap in uh, a virtual reality that uh, Miss Noah says you have to upload yourselves into. Oh my god. Um, so, um, it's called XD33P, which I think is just supposed to be XDeep, right? Okay. Uh, but it is a virtual reality uh, race course, and I believe that it is the um, virtual reality that Sudarikov uses, which leads into my theory that Etienne and the agency are, like, two halves of the Illuminati, right? right. Like, that there is, like, a global world power that kind of shares this, like, tech-focused form of control of the world, but some want to use it for evil and some for good. Sure. The- or, or well, it's like a, a Hydra within, um, within Shield, Shield, right? Yeah, like exactly. Etion within the agency, right? Like because yeah. X Deep, the uh, virtual reality system that uh, exists in the, the Spy Racers and, and Universe at large, right? Right, is first appears chronologically, right? In the video uh, game, in the video game, like with the agency using it, and then Sudarikov uses it. I see. It, now, if you die in X Deep, do you die in real life? Is that uh, covered they, in the game? They do not say that in the game, but I, I'm I'm forced to believe that you, one must. Sure. Um. But anyway, yes. Uh. So that is uh that is the video game Rise of Shifter. Moving backwards, 
Um, we may or may not uh, cover that in in an episode, right? The video game separately, or um, well, we might cover the gameplay um, yeah, we'll when we see. talk about the video games, um, or we could talk about it now. Joey, you have an interesting. You hold a world record in that game, don't you? Well, I think I'm the only person who's ever played it on the Steam Deck. Is honestly, which only... means you're the best player. <laughs> That's true. That makes me the <laughs> best. The, yeah, exactly. I'm the, I'm the best uh, Steam Deck player of that game. I was world shocked. Champion. I was shocked that it would even launch on the Steam Deck. <laughs> but credit credit to the Steam Deck engineers for being able to handle pretty much anything. Uh, yeah, no, it, believe it or not, is playable on the Steam Deck. I played a couple, uh, races, um... I just played through the tutorial game. on the Steam Deck, it's fine. It yeah, is, it's a it racing is. game. There, we talked about it, we're done. Yeah. We don't need to talk about it ever again. Alright, awesome. Um, then, okay, so moving backwards, um, tested, the, the last sentence confirms that it is a direct prequel to this season, Sahara. Okay. Because in tested... Tony and Echo go through a test of the agency, and it ends with Miss Noah saying, "Okay, I've made my decision of which." Holy one I'm shit! Wait, did they not do that in the previous season? Like, does the previous season end before Spy School has ever been mentioned? I think Spy School might be mentioned, but you don't see their entrance exam. Ah, that is a book exclusive. I'm guessing. Wow. Because I think okay. in the finale of Rio, they they lug the monkey piss and beat up Raffaella with a monkey, right? Sure, and then, right. like, Miss Nowhere's like, I'm coming up with a spy school! Right. And then, later, right... Yeah, you had to read the the uh, t- tales from the uh, the the Monkey Piss Cantina in order to actually uh, find <laughs> out tales. about that. Um, so, the... Um, it is basically a gravity simulation pod, but instead of it being just G-Force simulation, it induces a hypnotic state wherein uh, Tony and Echo each undergo some sort of subconscious... Uh, it's all a dream, basically. Uh-huh. It's, it's The twist is that it, the, it wasn't a G-Force test, it was actually all a hypnotic state. I think it's actually a... It might be a prototype for X-Deep, because it's a complete virtual reality thing. In Tony's virtual reality, though, um, he fights robot snakes and in echoes uh virtual reality she solves a an elaborate art heist mystery it doesn't uh, seem fair that they had different tests well because into- they said that the the program uh procedurally generates tasks based on their subconscious anxieties and talents so tony's is i'm gonna punch stuff good mm. and echoes is more cerebral and like you know, mystery solving, which presumably this is the reason why sure. Miss Nowhere chooses Echo for Spy School and not Tony. So in the book, does Tony fail spectacularly at his task? Uh, no, he, he no, he succeeds, but it's mm. more about um, the, 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 he's not she, a leader, right? She's like, well, if you look at the data, mm. his thing was he like punched stuff gooder, right? Sure, yeah, and she was like, you know creatively problem-solving mysteries and stuff, and, you know. Sure. It's, it's not that complicated. That's that's the only thing I want to mention, is that uh, it is, basically, that book is just why Echo was drafted and not Tony, which, sure. um, you know, is said kind of in this season, where she's like, she has the mind of an officer, you're more of a grunt. Right, yeah, <laughs> sure. Tony, which, like, uh, brutal, but true. Uh, yeah. But then the last one is Miss Nowhere is nothing if not extremely critical of the children that she employs. Yes, 
Um, <laughs> crazy show. Yeah, no, this show is is, is ludicrous, <laughs> bonkers. All right, um, good. Um, so the stolen vault. Uh, one of the reasons why it uh must also be set um you know before uh South Pacific is that there's a scene where Frosty's like. Uh, can our cars go underwater? And Miss Nowhere's like, no. And he's like, if they could, uh. they could. And she's like, no, we don't have submarine modes on any of the vehicles. Um, but uh, basically, this one is there. There is a transflux particle accelerator. There's a oh. Um, do you want to repeat that? A trans, a miniaturized transflux particle accelerator. Cool. Okay, hold on. I'm just gonna Google. I'm just gonna Google bullshit. Just gonna Google some bullshit here. What is transflux particle accelerator? It's nothing, dude. Like it's for sure nothing. A top result: the stolen vault. <laughs> yeah. Um. But so the thing about this is, so uh, there's a crew of bad guys who steal it. Um. How do I describe the villain? So there's like a crew of four, but the main two are characters named Red and Jose. Red is an engineer with big glasses and he's bald and he has a goatee and he's really grumpy and arrogant. Uh And Jose is his younger, kind of wackier sidekick with a heart of gold that he constantly talks down to. Uh Uh-huh. Very transparently, once I looked at the illustration... Oh, these books are illustrated, by the way. Once I looked at the illustration, I was like... That's Walter White and Jesse. <laughs> Jesse. Jesse, we have to steal the transflux particle accelerator. Fuck Jesse. It's Yo, Mr. White, funny. we in Fast and Furious spy racers, bitch. This is extremely funny. All right. So the Breaking Bad guys uh-huh. steal the vault thinking that it's full of money, and they open it, and it's a transflux particle accelerator in the middle of Meltdown, and Tony consistently fucks up through all 30 chapters of this fucking book, and Miss Nowhere keeps yelling at him. Through oh, this is the one that's 30 chapters long? Oh, yeah. wow. Um, and then he uh, he drowns the accelerator in the river, and then uh, that's it. That's the end of it. Um, the power so, of the sun in the palm of my hand. But I, I just want to put that out. I want to come back to the transflux particle accelerator before sure. we end this episode. Um, but going back to um, sleeper shift. Does that have to do with shifter? It sounds so, like it. Uh, I, I'm not sure. It's Sleeper shift is interesting because it is the first one where Layla is not part of the team. Hmm. Um, okay. It seems to have. It is once Layla is no longer a villain, but she is not part of the team yet. Hmm. She's just the one that like they call for help. Um, they're like, oh well, we can ask Layla. We do know Layla. Interesting. Right? And she's in one scene. So what I believe, because we've been trying to figure out when Layla joins, I think now I'm pretty sure that Layla and Shashi are bad guys in season one, and Layla flips by the end. Mm. Then in Rio, they need Layla's help. But only by the start of this one, three, is sure, okay on the team. Right? Yeah. Because now she's following along with missions and has her own car and stuff. Right, well, from the the season opens up with her being on the team, right? Like she's, Right. So yeah. I think she joins at the end of Rio, or in Rio somewhere. Sure. Um, that's my theory. Sure. So the plot of this one revolves around an older woman named Electo, who is one of, uh, formerly a group of female hacktivists called the Furies, um, based on, like, the Greek myth, whatever. They're three old women who did hacking crimes. Sure. 
and she's like hacking a bank. I want to read you some dialogue between Tony and Electo, oh, right? Um, she says, why are you doing this, right? Uh, and uh, She says, why are you doing yeah, this? Yeah, she says, because he's like trying to stop her. She says, why are you doing this, trying to stop me? I'm doing this for you. And Tony says, what? And she says, you and your friends are just kids. You deserve to grow up in a world where shady corporations are forced to play by the same rules as everyone else. My friends and I worked for that our whole lives, and I'm so close. Back off, and I can finish my life's, works, uh, my life's work and give you this gift. She's talking about hacking a bank by the way sure okay tony says if you use what you've stolen uh it'll expose private details about a lot of innocent people the people who use those banks and stuff the people who use those banks and stuff don't deserve to be punished she says justice always comes at a price and he says your price is too high (laughs) (laughs) so like once again a villain who's objective Also, if the bank, oh, whatever, God. it's so good. Anyway, but, but I did want to note that she is an older woman because at the end, Tony tackles her to the ground and arrests her. <laughs> oh, and I think that this starts his addiction tackling <laughs> old women, tackling old women to the ground. Yeah, okay. Because remember, in yes. the final arc, the rest of his friends have to have an intervention where they're like, <laughs> "You have tackled too many old women." <laughs> it's true. It's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so this predates dan this goes back to immediate post season one oh he gets a taste God. for old lady tackling <laughs> and just he cannot resist ever again he's like "Ooh, an old lady i'm gonna slam her into the concrete okay it's amazing um, oh but yeah i think that's everything that i had to talk about in terms of sleepership damn it what damn it a bit within a bit that what? can't be right. That's right. We're doing a shipping up to Boston oh inside of a book. Gosh. I don't think you can do that. <laughs> we are. Tony held up his phone. There's a huge resource we haven't used yet. Layla. If anyone will know the most likely sleeper car to be taken next, it's her. He brought up Layla's number, discreetly smoothed his hair, and hit send on a video chat request. Echo rolled her eyes. Tony, you've been texting her for weeks. No answer. What makes you think she's gonna... Tony? Layla's face popped up on his phone. You're calling me. It must be important. What's up? Hi, Tony blurted, then got a hold of himself. I mean, hey, how's it going? Where are you? Layla leaned closer to the screen, her ponytail swinging onto her shoulder. Tony couldn't see around her head. She could have been next door or on the moon, for all he knew. What's up, Tony? She repeated. I only have a minute. Oh, uh, right. Have you heard anything about sleeper cars in LA getting jacked? Yeah, I did. It's up to four now, right? Why? Long story, but if you were going to take, like, the next best sleeper in the city, which would you pick? Ooh, good question. Tino's been working on one for years. Looks like a pickup... uh, Yeah, okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Layla. When you're around, we should... Gotta go, Tony. Layla smiled and broke the connection. Bye, Layla, Tony muttered. He looked up and saw Echo smirking at him. What? She answered, didn't she? There is no platonic explanation uh, for this, n- Joey. No, of course not. But that's, again, not relevant because we already know that it will not be developed in any way. Again, but, 
clearly the thought in the early seasons was that there would be some kind of romantic subplot and that that just sort of they decided they weren't gonna do anything with and that. And by the way, this is something which is consistent across all the books. There are details in the other two. This the Sleeper Ship was written by a different author, but in the mm. other two, there's when Tony and Echo get into the pod, it says that Layla, like, gives Echo a, a nod and then reassuringly squeezes Tony's shoulder. Mm. And I was like, pardon? And then <laughs> There's, like, another bit when, uh, you know, uh, of course, like, you know, she thinks Tony might have died and, like, you know, rushes after him and everything. And I'm like, <laughs> and then uh, also in this season, um, Rafaela says Tony and his uh, awful natural blonde girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> and there is also what was what was the other one? Oh, right. At the end, when all the spy racers group hug. She thought she was slick, but she couldn't evade me. Oh I saw God, the little what? head snuggle that she did into Tony's shoulder what? specifically. I have eyes like a fucking hawk. I look, I'm willing to, to steep myself down in the trash oh. of of the of shipping trash My God. sludge. Of, of spy racers here if just to prove hey guys you really fumbled the bag on this one because this was like everywhere in your thing and you ended like the most meaningful conversation that tony and layla have in the last season is her telling him to stop tackling old women <laughs> holy shit Oh my god. We have been gaslit, Joey. We have been gatekept, and we have been quite possibly <laughs> girl boss. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, that's it. That's all I have to say about Spy Racers. Cool. Oh, wait, except I did want to come back to the Transflux uh, Particle Accelerator. Mm. Do you think that caused the Splinter Universes? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that might be... <laughs> Like, do you think Tony fucking up? Like, because there's a scene where Frosty's like, uh, hey, Tony, do you uh, do you see a green wire? He's like, yeah, he pulls it, and he's like, great, don't touch that wire. It's very important. <laughs> and then the reactor blows up as a result of this. So do you think Tony being a fucking moron caused the splinter from the universe into the Xander Zone? Yeah, okay, that could... the wheel man dimension? That very could be what... That, that very well could be what caused the, the split. Yeah, sure. That's uh, as good an explanation I... as any. Another idea that I had was that when uh, Mr. Nobody recruits Dominic Toretto to the agency, he puts him in the pod, right? And the mm. pod creates a virtual reality wherein he is Xander Cage. Sure. And at the end of it, he, like, because he starts out as, like, a solo act who just wants to get away from everything, fake his own death, then, you know, have sex with all these women and stuff. Mm -hmm. But then by the end of it, he learns that what's really important is having a muscle car, a family of murderous psychopaths, and obeying the rules of a shady government organization that doesn't officially exist, and just one cool guy who will occasionally contact you for missions. And then I think he comes out of the pod and is like... And then it's like, I'm, I'm on board, yeah. Yeah, uh, exactly. Like, let me ask Xander you... Cage is his simulation. Let me ask you something. In that is how do you explain ice cubes presence in that universe so particle accelerators <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably right <laughs> i mean that's <sighs> oh 
it's the closest thing we've gotten to the confirmation of parallel dimensions besides the aliens from Kingdom of a Crystal Skull, who, as we know, All can right. travel to the space between spaces. We're not going to uh, just uh, not talk about pull the, any pull of the plug, that. Pull the plug, we're out. Yeah. This was a bad season. We've got two seasons of Spy Racers We've got left. two more bad seasons to come. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, all right, next time we are going to be talking about, um, the Fast and Furious video game, uh, Fast and Furious Crossroads. Um, mm-hmm. we may have a slightly irregular upload schedule as we just kind of, you know, deal with the, the holiday break. We, we might be taking a little break for the holidays. Yeah, but, uh, you know, they'll, it'll, it'll be out when it's out. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll go from And there. we'll be back soon. Yeah, and, um, hey, Joey, how, do, how are you feeling about being almost done with Spy Racers? I... Cannot wait to be done with Spy Racers. Holy shit. Oh, I need this to be done. Oh my god. I can't handle any more Spy Racers. I can't. It's so bad. Oh my god. I'm ex- I'm ex- the Rio arc has been built up for us so much. I'm so excited oh for it, honestly. God. Holy shit. Do you think it shares a continuity with the film Rio? <laughs> Where Jesse Eisenberg is a bird. <laughs> yeah, sure, that's what it is. Oh, God. Well, who voices the monkey? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know who voices the monkey. <laughs> I don't think it's Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> All right, this is unintelligible. We're done. Um, right, that's it. Nice little little mini sode there. Yeah, it's, it's again a special uh, 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 holiday gift for everybody. That uh, this one's not going to be more than two and a half hours long. Yeah, I don't uh, know how long this one's going to be, but I'm going to cut a lot out. Yeah, a lot. So yeah, um, yeah. Inreversecast.com at Inreversecast on social media. Joey, anything to? Uh... Yeah, um, you know, thanks everybody for joining us. Please uh, 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 smash that subscribe button, fam. Um, uh, you know, but like, um, uh, if you like the show, if you want to write a review wherever you're listening, that'd be that'd be great. Um, or just I don't know, tell people about us. Um, uh, or don't. You know, it is what it is, fam. <laughs> I'm very not with it right now. Holy shit! Um, <laughs> well, all right, I'm gonna cut you off there with some some final wisdom. Uh huh. This is one of those seasons where there were there wasn't any like one standout uh line. So I'm going to uh do a couple of good ones. Um, I got to give a shout out, of course, to uh you know my boy the Dinkler. Uh-huh. Um, who has a particularly great line when um, he says about the kid programming the weather machine, kid thinks faster than my third ex-wife's lawyer. He's like the son I never had. And then uh, someone says, I thought you had five sons. And he says, don't count if I disowned him. <laughs> Next, good. I want to give a shout out to uh, a great line from Miss Nowhere. Who had some great ones where she was just like uh, shitting on the, the kids. But when um, they think Tony's going to die, she says, Toretto, of all the agents I've lost under my command, you're <laughs> top five, maybe top three. <laughs> I, did, I did enjoy that. Of and- all the agents I've lost under my command. 
But the number one uh, line that I want to leave you with is one that, Joey, you did not get, but was absolutely brilliant and inspirational, frankly revelatory, uh, is an exchange where uh, once in the book, Sleeper Shift, they're fixing the the lair, and Frosty says, I'm going to do so much hacking, and Cisco says, I'm going to do so much snacking. (laughs) 